0: Welcome to the "Be About Being Better" podcast, where we help people make evidence-based, sustainable, small changes for their health that compound into huge shifts towards a better, more vibrant life. I'm your host, Abby Stacey, a health and life coach, future registered dietitian, a master's graduate from Columbia University, and a certified intuitive eating counselor. And I believe that we can't make lasting or meaningful change single-handedly. So I'm so happy that you're here, so that together you can see that a diet-free, sustainable lifestyle is possible, and you can leverage that. To live a better life. And remember my disclaimer, this podcast is meant to give you general information and it's not meant to substitute or replace medical advice, a diagnosis, or service treatment. Hello, hello. Y'all, welcome back to the Be About Being Better podcast. I am diving early, right in today. We have a lot to cover. Today, we're going to be talking about TikTok myths, and TikTok trends for our health and wellness that are just getting out of control. We're going to be debunking a lot of these things. And I polled y'all, what myths have you been falling for? What have you been seeing promotion about? What have you had the most questions about? So I compiled our top five today based on the feedback from y'all and also my current clients. I feel like I get questions all the times I'm getting DMs on the daily with y'all sending me videos or questions. Hey, what do you think about bloom greens. What do you think about this hormone salad? What about this detox? What about this protein bar or this diet? And I think we know by now how I feel about diets, but I wanted to take the top five and debunk this and maybe we'll make this a series. Let me know on Instagram, send me a DM. You can also leave a review below. Let me know what you think about this episode and if this is something that you want to know more about and if you have other myths that you have questions about after this episode. Please send this episode to people in your life that need to hear this, people that frequently are falling victim to different TikTok myths. Help me spread the word. And you sharing an episode can be really, really powerful. So thank you so much for for doing that. If you have someone in your life that's just scrolling on the daily and is kind of getting swept up by these trends because people on TikTok make them look enticing. And I think people have in some cases really strong testimonials but that doesn't mean that this product is safe doesn't mean that this diet or meal is really worth it so we're going to we're going to dive in the first one that i want to talk about is this hormone salad because y'all know that i talk about hormones cycle syncing the menstrual cycle what, what to eat how to exercise how to structure your life according to the different phases of your menstrual cycle this is something that i talk about very often so I had a client recently, she's in the Be About Being Better Academy, talk with me about this salad because she's trying to balance her hormones. So apparently the salad is made up of carrots, EVU, so extra virgin olive oil, apple cider vinegar, and salt. And it claims to heal your hormones, balance your hormones, decrease bloating, and get your hormones back in line. My first thought when my client was describing to me what – this trend has not come up on my For You page, which is interesting because I talk about so much hormone content. But my first thought was if people are having less bloating and they feel better when they're eating this, is it because mixing carrots, olive oil, apple cider vinegar, and salt together is just this perfect combination of food and it's magical and it's a superfood? or is it just more nutrient dense? Does it just have fiber? And most people are lacking fiber. So if you're eating this, you're consuming more fiber, and that means you're going to have more regular bowel movements. So that's going to decrease bloating because it's getting stuff moving and out of your system. So uh, my first thought was, I just wonder, (laughs) I really don't think that there's anything magical about this salad other than the fact that it's just more nutrient dense now what i will say is that there are specific vitamins that we need to support our hormone fluctuations for each phase of the menstrual cycle so if people people normally experience the most bloating around the luteal phase which is our pms phase and carrots have a lot of b vitamins and we are we also tend to be be vitamin deficient in luteal phase or PMS phase. So, if you're having something that has vitamins and minerals in it that you're deficient in, and if you're having some fiber that's going to decrease bloating, it doesn't make carrots revolutionary or magic. It's just what your body needs and responds best to at that time. And carrots also have a lot of vitamin C. And I think apple cider vinegar does too, if I'm not mistaken. But I know carrots definitely do. And they have a lot of vitamin A, which is great. Uh, But vitamin C is anti-inflammatory. So if you're bloated during this time, vitamin C is going to help decrease inflammation in the body. It's an antioxidant. An extra virgin olive oil that has omega-3 fatty acids in it that are also anti-inflammatory. So that's going to help decrease bloating and inflammation. So it's not that combining all of this together is magic and is all of a sudden just going to make your period amazing and balance your hormones. But it's got a lot of components in it that would speak to the symptoms that people are experiencing, less bloating and a better period experience. So it's not magically going to do that overnight, but it makes sense based on the nutrients that are in it why why people are seeing some benefits. So I would say you don't need to combine all of these things together But if during your luteal phase, during PMS phase, if you want to cook with olive oil to get the omega-3 benefit, I say do that. I say drizzle that on as a salad dressing if you want to. And put carrots on your salad or dip baby carrots in hummus. Hummus is also great for luteal phase. Um, Salt, a lot of people tend to be, during their period as well, a uh, little dehydrated, they need some electrolytes. So having salt during this time isn't isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes you crave that because you're dehydrated. You might just need to drink more water. Ah, uh, but also getting electrolytes in can can be really helpful for for fluid balance and things like that. So I don't think it's bad. I don't think you have to have this hormone specific salad together. But I think if you're Looping carrots in, cooking with olive oil, you're probably in a good place. I don't think you need to specifically have this salad. Like this salad together isn't like a magic hormone balancing combo, but it's got some nutrients that would be beneficial just in general for your health. Now, apple cider vinegar, there's a lot of mixed research on it. It's really not that strong. And most apple cider vinegar that you're buying in the store is stripped of or it's filtered out the main probiotics, the like live cultures that are in there. It's filtered out. They call this the mother. So if you see an apple cider vinegar, you want to make sure that it says like with the mother, like so you know it has the live cultures in there because that's really what's the most quote unquote beneficial if there are any benefits. But the research is really mixed on apple cider vinegar. It's not super strong. And if you're someone that's taking apple cider vinegar gummies I feel like we get a lot of targeted ads for that as well, that definitely doesn't have the quote unquote, like the mother in it and any of the live benefits. So if you're going to have any apple cider vinegar, needs to be the natural form, needs to kind of be that unfiltered version where it still has the mother in it and the probiotics, the live cultures, and that is definitely all stripped away in the processing process or it dies off when they're putting it in a gummy. So if you're having the gummy version, there's definitely no benefit there. And you really want to have the real liquid version with the live culture still in it to have any sort of benefit. However, the research on apple cider vinegar really isn't strong. And there's other ways to get probiotics in. You could have yogurt, for example, Greek yogurt. You could have kefir. You could have sauerkraut. Like there's just other things that you could have that would have probiotics in it. I'm not I don't know like anything about kombucha. I always feel sick after I have kombucha. But that that's my system specifically. So y'all know that I was diagnosed with small intestinal bacterial overgrowth back in 2018. So that means I had too much gut bacteria in my small intestine. So adding live cultures of bacteria, that's what probiotics are. It's the live bugs adding more bugs to my system that was already having too many bugs. Like we all have good and bad gut bacteria. So I just had too much in my small intestine. It's really supposed to be more in your large intestine. Anyway, adding more to the system, that was not going to fix my problem. Now, some people do see a benefit from having probiotics. So It's very individualized. Probiotics are very difficult to study because there are so many strains and we all have a different gut microbiome. And we respond differently to different strains. So testing this in a lab in a controlled setting, is just very hard to do. It's hard to tease out what's most, which strain is most effective, what combination, in what amounts, and do you need to change this up every 90 days? Can you go six months with this? Because our bodies are always adapting to the environment. And our bodies want a diversity of bugs because if something comes into our system and maybe it kills all of one strain of bug, Or a bacteria, like, or medication that we're on becomes resistant to one bug. It's like we need other types of bacteria to keep the environment diverse in case one is under attack, something else can step in. So it's good to have that, you know, biodiversity in your gut but everyone just has a different system. So it's just hard to standardize things and make overarching claims about probiotics. And it's very difficult to study that in a lab and then translate that to actual practice as humans because we're all so, so different. What works for you definitely won't work for me. I mean, I don't respond well to probiotics, but you might, I, I don't know. So it's just hard to say. So I would say also stay away from probiotics. I feel like TikTok also makes a lot of noise about probiotics. I feel like I just saw this girl that was taking, uh, she was drinking some drink. Oh, poppy. She was drinking poppy and taking the Ollie probiotic gummies or something. Now I take prenatal vitamins that are in gummy form because I like that in the morning. I don't think they're the most effective. So when I actually am family planning and getting close I'm going to switch to the pill form. Um, or g- if you can get anything in a gel capsule, we digest that faster. We break that down. It's just you know, better for us to digest. However, I really don't think the gum, because it's so processed, I'm like, I don't even know if this stuff is actually in there. So I would just not trust the gummies. I'm going to be honest. Um, so I don't think those ollie gummies are really doing anything. And the poppy sodas, I think it's sparkling water or maybe it's – I think it's got the live cultures in it, so it's kind of like a kombucha almost, I think. I've never tried it because, I, like I said, I can't do probiotics myself, so can't do any of them. But I saw this girl on TikTok that – she was trying to lose weight. She's trying to lose seven pounds in seven days through taking these gummy vitamins and drinking – the poppy shakes, not poppy shakes, poppy drinks for seven days. And y'all, Dave, as she said she felt awful, absolutely awful. And I'm happy that she gave an honest review of this. She was out to here bloated, looked like she was six months pregnant, so fatigued, so tired. Her skin broke out so bad. And this woman, I mean, I follow her on Twitter. She's got beautiful skin, truly beautiful But she showed, you know, unfiltered photos of her skin and it was really broken out. Her skin, like her body was having a reaction. And then everyone in the comments was like, keep going, girl. Keep striving. You can lose that weight. I'm like, oh, geez, like this is diet culture at its finest, truly. And she's like, I just wanted to see if this would do anything. And I'm like, why are we striving to lose seven pounds in seven days? We know that this is not sustainable. This is very unhealthy. And she even said in one of her videos, she was like, this is really impacting my mental and emotional health. I don't feel good doing this. This is decreasing my confidence because my skin is breaking out. I'm so bloated and I just feel awful. I'm like, girl, why are, why are you putting yourself through this? It's not worth it. This is the problem with diet culture. Like We think that to be healthy, we need to be striving for weight loss. Because we're equating our weight with our health, which your weight tells me nothing about your health. Case in point, because you get to the certain weight, say you lose the seven pounds in seven days. Look how you did that in a very disordered crash diet, fad diet type way. So that weight that you're at, that you get to, doesn't tell me anything about your health. A doctor might see that on the scale and be like, oh yeah, you're in a normal BMI range right now. But they don't know what went into getting you that weight. And it actually wasn't healthy, and you were probably healthier at seven pounds heavier before doing all these diet culturey things and putting bacterial bugs in your system that your system might not need. I mean, the way that she looked in her photos, how bloated—I'm like, that's how I looked when I was in the thick of my SIBO. So if she's and she said she wanted to do this because she was experiencing a lot of gut health issues. Gut health talk is like. All the rage right now. So I commented on a few of her videos and I was just like, look, probiotic, like, not everyone agrees with that. It doesn't agree with everyone's system. Like, you should be careful. And, like, I can just speak from my gut health experience that what works for one person doesn't work for all. And I think TikTok is trying to sell people these claims and it's just not the case. And it can be a really slippery slope. Like, if I did this poppy challenge, I would really be messing up my body. So I think we really need to take caution and be a critical consumer. And it's unfortunate because I could just tell this girl in this this video, she was so desperate for a solution. She was so desperate to find her answer because she was sick and tired of feeling how she was feeling. Feeling bloated, feeling distended, feeling pain not being able to fit in her clothes, feeling fatigued, having your skin break out, not having regular bowel movements, maybe not having a regular period, maybe having painful periods. like All of these symptoms that we tend to experience are uncomfortable and frustrating. So it's not surprising why people turn to these extreme diets and fad things because they're desperate trying to find something that can work for them, trying to find an answer. But yeah, a lot of these things are really gimmicky and they can do more harm than good. So that's how I feel about the hormone salad. I think instead of making this hormone salad, how about we just have carrots? Make that as a side with your dinner. Make that with a side of chicken. Make that with some brown rice. That will give you the fiber you need, the B vitamins you need, the vitamin C that you need and then cook with olive oil. Boom. There you go. We don't need to be making this like hormone concoction. There's not one thing that can magically change your hormones. You need to be living in accordance to all the phases and you need to be having a lifestyle that supports the natural fluctuations of your hormones. And you probably need individualized coaching support for that. So definitely take my quiz and see if the academy is for you. We have a couple spots left. We're offering free coaching until our next class in June. So definitely if you need support with your hormones and you don't want to be falling for these fad diets, then head to link in my bio. All right, let's run through kind of the next ones. Um, oh, so much to talk about, y'all. There, there's there's so much that's problematic. I'm like, there are so many trends that I could talk about, but I'm like, I just gotta narrow it down to five because y'all know that I'm long-winded. Okay, bloom greens. <laughs> I just, we got to talk about Bloom Greens. I couldn't do this episode without talking about Bloom Greens. I feel like all we hear about is Bloom Greens, Bloom Greens, Bloom Greens. It's, I can't scroll without a targeted ad showing me Bloom Green. I can't, I can't see a celebrity without them doing something with their little hand mixer doing Bloom Greens. It's so frustrating, y'all. You do not need Bloom Greens. Yes, it has vitamins and minerals in it. However – because of how this is processed it's really stripped of the fiber and that's what makes vitamins and minerals so so beneficial it's not just the vitamins and minerals you can get vitamins and minerals in a lot of different foods okay what makes vitamin what makes fruits and vegetables extra special and extra necessary is the fiber content and so the way that this is processed it really it strips these things of the fiber So it's basically like you're taking a multivitamin. So it's better for you to just get like a Centrum women's multivitamin or get a good prenatal vitamin. I think probably everybody should be taking prenatal vitamins. So yeah, I just, I think it's very gimmicky and you're not getting the full benefit. It's better for you to have fruits and vegetables. Now you might be saying to me, Abby, I don't have time to be cooking fruits and vegetables. I'm going to say back to you, (laughs) yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because what you could be doing is if you don't have time to cook them, you can be eating vegetables raw, you can get baby carrots, you can get snap peas, you could be getting celery sticks, raw broccoli, cucumbers, and you can buy these in the store already chopped up if you're like, well, I don't have time to chop them. Well, you can get them pre-chopped. I don't want to hear it. Baby carrots come in eatable form. We need to work past these limiting beliefs and excuses and stop spending money on products that don't work and are probably wreaking havoc on your body that you're not even getting the full benefit from. We need, as women, 28 grams of fiber a day. And if you could start totaling that up and seeing how much you're getting, and you're probably not getting that much. It can be hard sometimes to get that much fiber, but that's how much we need to have a protective effect on our health and to have regular bowel movements. So Just, you know, something to be aware of. There was also a study that came out recently. You all know all about the literature and the science that compared taking like vitamins and minerals in like vitamin and mineral form, so isolated versus eating a food that has those same vitamin and mineral profile in it. So having the real food that has vitamins and minerals or taking it in basically pill form. So, it was synthetic and lab made. And it compared those two groups. The people that actually ate the real whole foods that had the vitamins and minerals in it, in the real food, had a lower mortality rate. So, they were living longer and they were more likely to live. And they had a decrease in their chronic health conditions, they had improved health overall. Like That's incredible. But you would say they were cons- like group A was having a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin A and group B was also having a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin A a day. Why was one group all of a sudden so much healthier? And the study came to the conclusion that even if you're consuming the vitamins and minerals in isolation through a pill form, a synthetic form, a lab-made form, in a gummy or in like something like bloom greens that's processed and synthetically lab-made versus something that comes from the food. It's not the same. Our bodies don't register it the same. And there's something about whole real foods that has this synergistic effect. We are supposed to have f- minerals and vitamins in combination with each other, And our body is supposed to process the real food that like that's what we are designed for. So we digest that, we absorb that best versus having something that's lab-made, even though it's the same vitamin and in the same amount. There is something about having these vitamins and minerals in combination with one another. And I don't know, for whatever reason, we we just digest that better, and it's better for us. So the next time that you're thinking about getting bloom greens or I, like it's very this is very similar to like a balance of nature as well no <laughs> just, just no just no just hear me in your head don't do it don't do it you're not getting the fiber content and you're not going to get those synergistic effects it is much better for you to make your own fruits and vegetables and have all of those my vitamins and minerals in combination with one another. And if you don't like like raw baby carrots, for example, I know that that's one way to you know avoid cooking, but still get those vitamins and minerals in, you could rely on frozen vegetables. I have frozen vegetables every single week that I put in the microwave in the steamable bag. I don't even have to put them or dirty up another bowl. They steam right in the bag. You could also get canned vegetables. Just make sure to rinse them because they – you know, when they put them in the can, they put extra sodium to preserve them. So just rinse that off. But that's it. I would, it's the same nutrient value at that point. And in some cases, getting it frozen or canned is actually better because they let the vegetable or the fruit get fully ripe before they pluck it and then freeze it or can it. So sometimes it actually even has more vitamins and minerals in it than, than the regular, but it's the same profile. So let's not be afraid of the convenience of canned options or frozen options or having fruits and vegetables just raw. So we can do it. We all have time. And let's lean on that and the real food. And maybe you need to work with a coach to figure out, okay, how do I meal prep? How do I meal? Like, I'm so busy. I don't want to rely on bloom greens. I want to have the real fruits. and I want to make sure that I'm getting the benefit. How do I make this work with my budget? How do I make this work with my schedule? This is what I work on with my clients. So definitely take our quiz and see if the academy is for you. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is uh, the parasite trend. And you might not know what this is, but people are literally taking a parasite, consuming it so that it can heal their gut health and clear out their system. I don't know exactly how they're – I don't know if they poop this parasite out. Like I don't know – What happens after that? I don't know if it just lives there. Yo, this is very unsafe. I cannot even believe that this is a trend that I have to debunk. But I have to talk about it. And I kind of like, I wasn't going to because I was like, shouldn't people know that (laughs) this is so dangerous? But then I had a family member reach out to me and ask me about the legitimacy of this trend. So I'm like, oh boy. I was like, if my own family doesn't think that, doesn't automatically know that this is a trend that we should be avoiding and it's not that clear cut, then I definitely need to be talking about this. Y'all, please do not be consuming a parasite. It's very dangerous. And that is like a live animal in your body. Who knows what it's going to do? And I have seen way too many Grey's Anatomy episodes where people got parasites and who knows what that's doing to your system. Your liver and your kidneys are the organs in your body that are meant to detox and detoxify your body and excrete things. So we have these organs in our body for a reason and they are enough granted if they're functioning optimally. If you have a liver disease, if you have renal disease or kidney failure, okay, maybe your those organs aren't functioning optimally, but if you're at that stage and you have those things then you're under the care of a doctor. And likely also a dietitian because those two conditions have very serious nutrition recommendations and considerations. So if you have those things, you would already know and be getting support. However, if you are just like, you know, a general healthy person that maybe has some bloating and some gut health issues, you you do not need a parasite. Your liver and kidneys can detox enough. And you might have something else in your lifestyle or some sort of habit that might be contributing to the symptoms that you're experiencing. You do not need to put a foreign animal in your, I was going to say like foreign object, but it's not an object. It's a living thing in your body to try and detox you. Absolutely not. And the same goes for number four that we're going to talk about, these detox skinny teas. And I fell victim to these way back in the day. Um, Oh, wow. This was several years ago now. I did the detox teas and they have so many laxatives in there. <laughs> like it sent me straight to the bathroom. I almost didn't make it to the bathroom fast enough. And it caused even more bloating because it was just too much on my system and it didn't really c- clear me out. It literally – like if something makes you go to the bathroom – It's gonna dehydrate you and you might lose some water weight, but you're not like losing actual weight. And you're and it's very short term, your body is going to replenish that back in the next couple of days. So when people are like, Oh, like after the holidays, I just need to do a detox or something. It's like, no, you don't. You just need to get back to like a baseline for yourself. You probably need to exercise, sweating. Your skin is another organ that can detoxify. So you gotta sweat. You got to get some movement in, move your body. You got to drink more water. That can help detox and clarify your system. You need to be consuming fiber. Hello, fruits and vegetables, getting adequate sleep, managing your stress, like doing these basic things that can help to regulate your bowel movements, decrease bloating, and detoxify your system. And that would be healthy for your liver and kidneys. So, We don't need a detox. If you're feeling bloated and inflamed, you do not need a skinny detox tea. It's going to cause more harm than good. And it truly is a waste of money. And you do not need a parasite. And it would be much better for you if you are someone that's experiencing a lot of bloating and gut health issues, try increasing the fiber. Try moving your body more consistently. And you might need to change what exercise you do. If you're doing a lot of cardio, sometimes high intense exercise can negatively impact your gut health. So maybe try some lower impact things like Pilates, yoga, walking, increasing the amount of water that you have, managing your stress, getting adequate sleep. Just one hour of sleep messes up your hunger hormones, which could impact your eating and have us crave more sugar because we're tired and our bodies are looking for energy. So we're going to crave the carbs the next day. And if we have a lot of sugar, or refined grains, that's going to impact our gut health as well. So yeah, you might feel bloated because you're not eating the same way or you're tired. And if we get one hour less of sleep, we really are thrown off and we can retain more water. And if you retain more water, then you're going to feel puffy. You're going to feel inflamed. You are going to feel bloated. And you don't need to put a parasite in your body. You might just need to get more sleep and manage your stress. A lot of these answers can be a lot simpler than TikTok wants to believe. Because getting me telling you to get more sleep and drink more water and do yoga, that's not flashy. That's not sexy. But that's normally what you need. Sometimes there's a medical um, saying that goes like if you hear hoof, hoof prints or hoof sounds, it sounds like an animal's coming to you. Like don't assume that it's a zebra, assume that it's a horse meaning that if something's going wrong and you hear something or something's going on, you're experiencing some sort of symptom, don't assume that it's this rare thing. There's probably a very common explanation or, yeah, I would say more common, more frequent explanation. Now, not always. Obviously, there's rare cases, of other things going on, but normally there's a very simple solution to fixing that problem. Don't assume that you got to do something radical. You also might be, if you're having a lot of blood, you might be experiencing a food allergy. So you might need to go see an allergist or a gastroenterologist. You might have another GI issue. You need to go to a gastroenterologist and figure that out. So we just, we got to be careful. And um, we shouldn't jump to these radical things when there might be a more common solution at hand. One thing that I'll also say is that you might be experiencing bloating because you are not eating enough and if you're skipping meals and not eating consistently. So that's normally my first line of defense. Like if I have a client or a potential client that comes to me and says, I am so bloated all the time. Like that's one of the first questions I'm asking. I'm also getting a kind of a recall, like, you know, walk me through what you typically eat in a day. What do you typically drink? So I can get a sense for maybe listening for any red flags that that would come up that I know may cause bloating for some people. But also I'm looking to see are they eating enough or are they because if you're in a severe caloric deficit, you're not feeling yourself adequately, your body's gonna hold on to every single molecule, every single grain of food and every single drop of water to try and consume because it needs to use every single thing. It's not gonna like release. So you're gonna feel bloated. And if you're not eating consistently, you're skipping meals. So your body's kind of in starvation and then it probably gets a lot of food and it's just, you're, you're throwing your body off and need Our bodies crave regularity. So it's important that you're eating enough. You're feeling yourself adequately and feeling yourself consistently. So if you're having gut health issues, those are the two places, honestly, you have to start. And then you can start to see, okay, what other, like if you can rule out all of these other common things, uh, you know, I'm eating enough. I'm eating consistently. I'm, Moving my body in a way that feels good, and I'm not overdoing it with exercise. I'm getting adequate sleep. I'm drinking enough water for my body all consistently. And I'm getting adequate fruits and vegetables. So I know I'm getting enough fiber and I'm not vitamin deficient. Okay, then we can maybe start to see if there's something more serious going on. But a lot of these things are pretty basic and a checklist for yourself that you need to be doing first that can resolve a lot of these issues. And that can also, I mean, these are just general healthy habit things that can greatly impact your hormone health as well. So, if you're having hormone issues, doing a lot of these things can help. And that would be a good place to start. Okay. The last TikTok myth that I want to debunk are the chlorophyll drops. I felt like this was a huge trend last summer too. Like, I feel like this has been going on for a while. Um, But chlorophyll is, this like same substance like it's it's in vegetables it's in plants and it gives vegetables and plants that green pigment color that's what chlorophyll is it's responsible for that green pigment and chlorophyll in plant cells you know it uses sunlight to make food from co2 so carbon dioxide and water to generate oxygen But we don't really need to generate oxygen for our bodies. Like when we breathe, we take it in and we breathe out CO2. Like this is just kind of floating in the air. We don't need to self-generate oxygen. So yes, plants need to do this. They need to go through photosynthesis, but we are not a plant. You are not a plant. You do not need to be doing this. So we don't need to necessarily be consuming chlorophyll on its own. It can be really dangerous. Chlorophyll has apparently these drops that people are putting in water, have vitamin A, C, E, and K, which are all antioxidant vitamins. But if you're consuming those, there's a couple things when we're consuming chlorophyll that has these vitamins, and it goes back to what I was saying about the bloom greens. When we're having these synthetic made vitamins in isolation and we're not having them in food where everything's in combination and just organically how our body wants to process things, we don't process it the same. Our body responds so much better to the real food and the vitamins and minerals that are packaged in the real food that we just cannot replicate in the lab. And the research shows that our bodies don't respond in the same way. So having chlorophyll drops and seeing that there's vitamin A and vitamin C and vitamin E and K in there doesn't mean that it's the same thing as eating a food, like a sweet potato or a carrot, for example, that you know has vitamin C and vitamin A in it. It's not the same. And I also read that chlorophyll has 10 times the amount of these vitamins and minerals found in a cup of spinach. So if you took a cup of spinach, what's in one drop of chlorophyll is 10 times the amount of what's in spinach. And people are saying, oh, wow, I'm getting getting more. More isn't always better. Y'all, vitamins and minerals, we can, there's an upper limit to these. It is true that we can have too much of a good thing. And there are consequences if we are deficient in these vitamins. And there's a consequence if we are like basically ODing on these vitamins, and it it can lead to vitamin or mineral toxicity, and there are real consequences if we're having too much of a vitamin, it can be very dangerous for the system. It could cause neurological defects. I mean, each vitamin has their own consequences if you have too little or too much, and different symptoms that arise. Um, but it can, they can be, and some of them can be fatal. So we need to make sure that we're not having too much. And especially for like vitamin A or vitamin E or vitamin K, for example, and also vitamin D. Most of us are deficient in vitamin D, so it's kind of hard to like go super hard with that one and we need a lot of vitamin D. But especially for vitamin A, E, and K, these are all fat-soluble vitamins, so they're not just like the water-soluble vitamins like B vitamins and vitamin C. That's just, if we have too much, we excrete that in our urine and we tend to be fine. Those are a little bit safer. But there's more of a danger with the fat soluble vitamins because we hold on to those, we store those. They're not just excreted the same way in our urine like vitamin C or B vitamins are. So if you have too much chlorophyll, 10 times the amount that you're probably supposed to have, of like vitamin A and E and K and you're storing that, like that can be really dangerous. And then maybe you're not just having chlorophyll, maybe you are having a spinach salad, maybe you are having some green beans for dinner. That could lead to you kind of overdosing on these vitamins and minerals. And that can be really dangerous. So just because something says, oh, 10 times the amount doesn't mean that it's better. And that should kind of be a red flag. Like, do I need 10 times the amount in one serving? Of what I would have in just a regular cup of spinach? No. Y'all just opt in for the cup of spinach, please. This goes the same for like the naked juices, where it's like, this juice has 15 apples in it and 10 bananas and 12 oranges. And we're like, oh, I must be healthy. I'm sorry, but in one sitting, would you have 10 apples and 15 bananas and 12 oranges? Absolutely not. We'd get full with probably one or two pieces of fruit. Like Because of the fiber content, it's filling us up and these vitamins and minerals that we're having in combination. There's a reason why when we eat normal food that we can't consume 10 apples and 15 bananas and 12 oranges in one sitting. Our body knows that we can have too much and our bodies are trying to protect us from overdosing on all these vitamins because it can be very dangerous for us. So we need to have stuff in a recommended amount. So listen to your body. Like sometimes Humans don't do it better. Sometimes nature knows how to do it better. <sighs> so, if you have fallen victim to any of these things, do not worry. We all learn. I have fell victim to some of these things too. Like I did the skinny detox teas back in like twenty seventeen. Like, so it's it's not our fault. The, 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 sometimes these things are marketed really well. But I hope this gave you a lot of insight that the solution can be a lot simpler and. The answer to helping your symptoms is usually not one of these radical things that's man-made that somebody's like getting a commission for. Hello. And sometimes you just need to go back to the basics and have a simple healthy lifestyle. Are you eating enough? Are you eating consistently? Are you drinking water? Are you managing stress and optimizing your sleep, moving your body consistently? So if you need help with those basics, like this is exactly what I help people with. I set people up with the sustainable healthy lifestyle over the long term take my quiz, see if the be about being better academy is for you or take the quiz and see which one of our programs is for you. And if it's the academy, our next class starts in June, June 2023. And at the time of this recording, you know, we only have a couple spots left. So, and if you commit to that class now, we're offering free coaching up until when the class starts. You could get, you know, more months of coaching for the price of 3, which is fabulous. So definitely head to the show notes take my quiz, see if the Academy is for you. I will also link in the show notes a whole website page about the Academy so you can read about that one specifically and apply there. And I'm excited to chat with you and customize your healthy lifestyle. And I hope that this helps to debunk some health myths. Bye y'all, stay safe out there. Hey, y'all. Thanks again for listening to the Be About Being Better podcast. I so appreciate you. If this episode made you laugh, smile, think about yourself or your life differently in any way making your life better, I empower you to share the show with three people who, just like you, need to hear this message and have this type of transformation in their lives. I personally read all the reviews of the show and see the Instagram story shares and honestly gives me so much joy to see that our mission is making people's lives better and the reviews really do help in increasing our impact so thank you so much for taking the time to do that if you need personalized support with anything discussed in today's episode or need help creating a sustainable diet-free lifestyle take my quiz it's linked below in the show notes and that quiz will help you see which one of our coaching programs is right for you thank you so much again for listening and here's to being about being better